It was hard to tell, approaching from the Gulf of Mexico, where the ocean ended and the land began. Only a thick streak of white foam served as a line of demarcation between the sea, the sand, and the green prairie grass stretching to far horizons. Covered with lush vegetation, pine forests, and prairie, the semi-tropical Gulf Coastal Plain was a land of magnificent vistas. It was also a land swept by hurricanes, ravaged by yellow fever, malaria, and torrential rains. Those who came to know it could look beyond the verdant facade and understand the ways in which the flat, open land and the dense, moist heat challenged, and most often defeated, the men who sought to tame it. Toward the close of the 1830s, Texas was still a distant outpost beyond the American frontier. Initially a province of Mexico, it had undergone a revolution and a war for independence and had become a republic in 1836. Texas therefore drew a special breed of settlers who sought both to escape from past misfortunes and to grasp the unique opportunities this raw new nation afforded. Thomas William House, however, left no record of his own dreams, of what visions of the future led him to leave England for America and eventually to settle in Texas. Born in Somersetshire, England, on March 3, 1814, House ran away from home as a child, went to sea, and in May 1835 arrived in New York. Supporting himself as a baker, he met the proprietor of the famed St. Charles Hotel in New Orleans and accepted a job in that establishment. Restless and ambitious, in late 1837 or early 1838, he moved to Houston, where he established the firm of House and Loveridge, Bakers and Confectioners. In the late 1830s, about 30,000 people lived in Texas, in a small settled area within an arc of 100 miles from Galveston Island. Galveston was the hub, possessing a fine natural harbor, and served as the port of entry for both people and goods into Texas. San Antonio lay on the western edge of the frontier, while Houston lay 50 miles inland. Founded in 1836, Houston's shrewd promoters hoped that it would dominate its hinterland by serving as a transshipment point. The rich bottomlands of the Brazos and Trinity Rivers produced a wide variety of agricultural products, particularly cotton and sugar, and soon long trains of wagons pulled by oxen arrived in Houston, where the goods were transferred to shallow draft boats for the journey to Galveston. The early economic development of the region depended on water transportation, for the few roads that existed were impassable during periods of heavy rain. But the narrow, twisting channel of Buffalo Bayou, while superior to surrounding rivers, left much to be desired. Fallen trees and other debris so obstructed its upper reaches that a trip from Galveston to Houston took three days. Buffalo Bayou was a primitive but vital link to the sea. Travelers had a mixed reaction to this raw frontier town. Some were struck by the wildflowers and magnolias covering the steep banks of Buffalo Bayou and marveled at the vast prairies and pine forests surrounding Houston. Others were oppressed by the heat, by the deep black mud that engulfed the town during the rainy season, and by the clouds of dust that blew through its streets during periods of dryness. They feared the diseases that bred on the flat, wet coastal plain and in the sluggish bayous, particularly the epidemics of yellow fever that regularly swept through the city. 
Houston was filled with Southerners and European immigrants seeking economic gain and adventure on the Texas frontier. In 1838, one visitor called it the greatest sink of dissipation and vice that modern times have ever known. House turned out to be a resourceful entrepreneur whose business expanded with the young city. Initially confined to baking and the making of candy, he sold the first ice cream in Houston and gradually broadened the range of his activities. As early as 1840, he accepted deposits and loaned money to customers, and in 1853, he entered the grocery and dry goods business on a large scale. T.W. House & Company soon became the largest wholesale business in Texas.